The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Welcome back, welcome back. This is Human Impact on Freedom 106.5 FM. And it is my pleasure to introduce my first guest for the morning, Mr. Julian Neves who's a journalist, communications consultant, entrepreneur, and film blogger and writer. Impressive resume thus far. Mr. Neves is a journalist, uh, communications consultant, entrepreneur, film blogger, and writer from Trinidad and Tobago. His journey into writing began at age six and the creation of a mini comic book series, which he sold to his neighbor for a few cents. He continued to write short stories, plays, and poetry, winning the Youth Poet of the City Award in 1999. He minored in literature at the University of the West Indies, Mona, Jamaica, and won awards at the Talawa Dramatic Arts Festival for performance and playwriting. In 2018, he was the regional winner of the Caribbean category of the BBC International Radio Playwriting Competition with his play, Tanti Geta Android. And in discussions here in studio, found out that he is a Diamondville Government Primary School alumni. Yes, and so am I as well. And knowing our primary school, that would have been part of your foundation for beginning this journey into writing and um, scripting and doing plays, not so? Well, let me um, say good morning to good morning. Uh, yes, good morning to Tusca, the Freedom One Hundred Six Point Five family, and all our Human Impact winners. Um, I would say uh, Diamond Vale, as you would know, one of the I think one of the best primary schools in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a, a strong foundation in terms of the the fundamentals. Uh, but I think my tracing back my writing career, I would trace it all the way back to my mother. Mm-hmm. Yes, my mother. She was one with us growing up. She was a she was quite a storyteller. She actually would create her own stories and sit us around and tell us stories and so forth. So I think that is what created that initial spark mm-hmm. of that love for storytelling and creating stories and so forth. And w- well, I wanted to delve a little more into the writing itself. How did you choose your topics? Um, what was your inspiration for doing these short stories? I think it, it came from different places. Um, I think for me, uh, well, as you mentioned, I'm a flim, film blogger. Mm. And I'll say flim. As a film blogger. <laughs> I am a film, sorry, blogger. <laughs> so, I mean, I might see a television, so I might see a film and, and something from it. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, hey, you know, I could pull something from that, write my own stories. Mm-hmm. Actually, at younger, I was quite dark. I used to write like a lot of um, like horror and murder mysteries. <laughs> I don't know mm. why. Yeah, but it was it was much darker. But as I grew older, I did more like dramas, um, some science fiction as well too. I have I have a very eclectic taste in mm-hmm. media, and that kind of comes out into my writing too. So, like I'll give you an example. There's a poem I did called "Fishing," which I I went and I did a I had a fishing little fishing line in Tobago. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna write a story about fishing, or some kind of spiritual supernatural story. I just pulled out of the air. So. It's various influences. And then you decided to study literature at university. What was that experience like? What were some of the authors you, you, you've you read in that journey? 
Well, uh, well, mine in the literature. I, my major was in media and communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was a good mix. Um, we did like your historical, where you had like your Hamlet and so forth, mm-hmm. and then we did you know more Caribbean writers. Your, your Derek Walcott, you know, Naipaul, that that type of thing. So and Selvon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess it, it was both from, as I would say, secondary school, and then moving into. Um, university. Actually, I, I often um, praise one of my Degosec teachers, uh, Miss Williams. That was my mm-hmm. literature teacher in Degosec. And she had such a love for literature herself that it was infectious. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was already on that path, but, you know, she, I was like, it kind of crystallized it for me mm-hmm. that, you know, this is something I should pursue and, you know, continue that passion for. Well, we are going to talk about your award. Congratulations for winning the BBC International Playwriting Competition. Uh, from your experience in that realm, uh, working with the BBC and working in Trinidad and Tobago, tell me some of the differences in formats uh, that you've experienced doing both sides. Well, actually, the most of my my playwriting actually was while i was at ue mm-hmm. i was you know part of the my hall drama club Irvin hall big up all my overnights mm-hmm. um yeah so i you know i would do performances and and i mentioned they mentioned the talawa competition so that's this big drama festival so i would i would act i would write plays mm-hmm. uh, produce direct ev- pretty much everything so that's where a lot of my playwriting experience came from um, I had a little experience doing being in plays in mm-hmm. Trinidad. Uh, my drama mentor, Eric Barry, I was in his play, Shh, It Happens. I don't make sure I leave the speech uh-huh. between, between the shh. Right. And, and I, don't want okay. to, I don't want to get bleeped here. Thanks, eh? Thank <laughs> yes, you. I don't, I don't want to get bleeped. <laughs> Self-editing. Yeah, so that was a comedy play. I, I was in that. Um, I did some stuff with um, Yumi mm-hmm. as well, too. But yeah, as I said, most of it was in Mona. But I think the major difference with the BBC is the, the difference in the format. Because while at UI was writing for stages, for play to be put on a stage, this is a radio play. Mm-hmm. And while a lot of the fundamentals are very similar, there's that difference where you have to push that read, that audio aspect, where you have to have a lot of, you have the sound effects, you have the music, you have characters explaining what is happening. Mm-hmm. But it, it's sounding organic mm-hmm. as well too. So that was the, the major thing that, I, you know, I had to adjust, you know, so, you know, to submit the play for this competition. So basically you had to include, well, all right, so, so let's just set the scene here. Definitely radio is def- definitely different than sitting in an auditorium watching a play. Because while watching a play, your, your, aud- your visual helps with the audio because you get to see the person walk across the stage, etc. But on radio, you have to actually say, well, John moved from the left side of the building to the open area and open courtyard. You, so I, I guess your visual side was a little more heightened to write for the radio. Is it that? Could we say it like that? Well, well, what do you have to do? You'd have to hear John's footsteps tap, 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 mm-hmm. walk into the courtyard, and you say, and then John will say, "Wow, this is a lovely courtyard." Mm-hmm. So that so it, it doesn't seem like where that John is talking about where he is mm-hmm. or like you might say oh this place is so cold and so forth so it's the audio but you have to people have to feel they have to touch they have to taste it mm-hmm. through what you 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 put You're into saying. it so yeah. the narration is very important and i guess that would what is the difference between this format and writing for the stage let's say 
Well, actually, um, my one, it has no narration at all, you know. It's okay. all, so you just hear the character speaking, you would hear the sound effects, this happened, this happened. So there's no, there's no um, omniscient narrator in uh, this play. Like a third person, there's no third person actually telling the story? No. Okay. Because I, I was trying to figure out, because um, we know that BBC's format is very different to ours, where they're like capsules where they actually present stories and um, uh, how to do it? How to say it? Produce it for the audio more than the visual. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask, um, how much more work do you think goes into that than, um, let's say, just doing uh, radio uh, in Trinidad, basically? How how mm. is it more intense? Well, as you think, I'm actually when I tr I travel to London next month, I'm actually going to be with them in the studio with, with the actors and recording right. and so okay. forth. Yeah, so I guess I will I will learn a bit more when I'm actually there on the ground with them. So you'll have the experience of actually putting together. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'll be like a like an observer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if they might say, well, okay, they might ask for tips and so forth, but I'm just there to see, you know, how they elevate the material. All right. And your experience in uh, communications, tell us a little bit about that. What have you done so far? Well, it, it's recent. Um, my my former job, I was at the International Organization for Migration. Mm -hmm. I was their social media and communications consultant. And that was a really, really positive experience. Um, a lot of the focus is the assisting of Venezuelan migrants. Mm -hmm. So I actually um, had on a number of occasions to be on the ground with them. You're actually seeing the people that you're assisting. So it was about, you know, reaching out to them, spreading the message um, and positive messages, not just, well, okay, you know, Venezuelans coming to, you know, commit crime and you know, mm -hmm, steal people's mm -hmm. manners. It's like, no, these are people who were in a difficult situation, who have come to Trinidad looking for a better life for themselves and their family back home, and who just, who just need that support. Support and yeah. assistance. Yeah. All right. And what is the difference between writing for the stage and writing for radio? In, in your mind, how much, what is the difference for you? For, for me, it was not a lot of difference because um, you still have you still have to have your characters, you still have to have your your set acts, mm -hmm. and you still have to have you know. So the the flow of it is pretty similar. Um, one thing because um, I did I workshopped this play with um, uh, mentor my drama mentor Eric Barry, mm -hmm. um, veteran playwright and actress Theresa Awai, and a friend of a friend um, Sheldon Osborne. So one of the things they pointed out, they said some of my dialogue was too long. Mm -hmm. Because while on stage, you could have Hamlet doing to be or not to be and talking for five minutes. Yeah. And people would be there enraptured. But on radio, if somebody talks too long by themselves, it has to get boring. So they were like, okay, you need to break this up. Mm -hmm. So bring another character, some kind of sound effect. So not have them drone on and on right. for too long. So I think that that was one of the, the major differences, which I, I, I had to you know adjust. Mm -hmm. And I guess intonation has a lot to do with it as well. The movement of your voice. Well, well, those, well, those are like the mechanics, mm -hmm. which I guess they will, they will have to work out. What I'm, I'm interesting to see because this is, a, I tell people, this is a very Trini play. Right. It's and it's, it's written very Trinidadian. It's in the Trinidadian dialect, dialect yeah. colloquialisms, and so forth. And another issue as well too is like I'm using terms, like say like Papi Show, mm -hmm. or like Kobo 
where within the story, I have to explain to you, well, okay, because after the story, there's not going to be a glossary of terms. Mm -hmm. Kobo mean this, Calypso mm -hmm. mean this. Mm -hmm. So I have to kind of weave it into the story where anybody around the world kind of sound, well, okay, oh, Calypso, and he's a singer and this thing, and Calypso Monarch, that's the top competition, a Kobo is a type of vulture. So where right. you, have, you have characters saying things, but it's not obvious that, okay, I'm explaining to you exactly what it is these things, things are. are. What they mean, because, yeah. I, I mean... It's it's known that Trini language is a totally different thing than to um, let's say the Queen's English, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So there are some things that we are so accustomed hearing and and know the, the meaning of that if we take it for granted, we feel that other people understand and know about it. Uh, you mentioned your work in social media, so I, I have to ask you this as a writer as well: uh, What is your opinion on the involvement of AI, seeing that that is a new uh, tool that is being used well on in terms of ai well i i actually um well you mentioned film blogger mm -hmm. i do have my my site um robot mango reviews and actually um our new mascot is ai generated right you okay know, i actually went on a site i say well okay i want a robot mango and they gave me <laughs> and, a robot, got, right? I a, and i didn't have to pay for it <laughs> so i was like well this is great this mm -hmm. is free but i think um when it comes to ai i think they are there are things that can be done with it and ways to explore using it. But if we're talking about playwriting and so forth, I mean, I I don't want to read a play written by AI. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen some people playing around with it like, oh, there's a script by AI. And you can tell mm -hmm. it's lifeless, it's soulless. I, I I don't know if some of those movies they're making now are written by AI. Because right. that's how they feel. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I mean, if AI is helping you, well, okay, it's going to pull out all your grammar and pull out some issues and tell you, well, okay, this is the issues with your script. Go back and work on it. But I I wouldn't want any AI writing my script and I wouldn't want to read any AI written script because it, it don't have the humanity. It don't have the mm -hmm. that, you know, core feeling in it. So on that aspect, I'm, I'm cautious about it. Well, I just remembered, uh, well, we talked about your venture into movie blogging. Um, how do you think movies are going in this era from, let's say, the 1980s, 90s to now? Uh, you like it? You don't like it? Is it as exciting? Well, Tell me. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm an 80s child, so I grew mm -hmm. up with, with the big movies and the excess and the explosion and so forth. I guess we're in a different time now. Now we're, we're in the age of the superhero, the big superhero. And I mean, I love mm -hmm. the superhero movies. But I also like a quiet little indie drama with Mm -hmm. The whole movie is two people sit down in a house talking. Mm -hmm. So as I said, I have an eclectic taste. So um, I don't think we're in a golden age of movies. I think a lot of things are mass-produced and overproduced. Mm -hmm. And while I'm not like the um, Scorsese, where he's like, no, we need to get rid of all these superhero movies they're mm -hmm. killing. I don't believe that. I do think that a lot of the good content out there is getting kind of pushed to the side and not, you know. And being brought forward. Yeah, and not really enjoyed as it should be. Well, I guess from the perspective of a comics, comic book guy, you're glad to see Marvel and DC being put on the screen. But um, I think that's more commercial. You don't think it, it, it's geared towards mass producing things that is attached to the comics? Well, what I've, I've said about Marvel, and I don't know if it's so much the case now, but I think when they started, they were like, it's like a superhero movie, but they were in uh, putting other genres in it mm -hmm. so like um captain america the winter soldier it's like okay we're gonna do a spy 
superhero movie mm-hmm. or we're going to do like a horror superhero movie or we're going to do a cosmic one so while people just saying well it's all it's all the same thing there were different genres being woven into it i was like wow this is this is really interesting what they're doing but i think as they've gotten older now it's a little too much mm-hmm. you know about okay just universe building and well if it's a marvel name on it we could put it out and everybody want to watch it so i think there there has been a dip in quality all right we're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got more questions and of course your comments from uh, the whatsapp board the best insight instant feedback accountability the all-new talk radio freedom 106.5 kind of thing yeah almost pinocchio kind of situation because if if you I don't know. When I'm thinking these kind of stories, it, the like the android actually comes to life and it becomes a, a boy, human kind of thing. Is is it like that? Or you don't want to give away too what? much? That's okay. I'm going to give spoilers. Right, <laughs> right. That's that's what I'm saying. Let's let's leave it at that then. Yeah. Let's take your phone calls now. 627-3223-625-2257 if you have any questions to ask Mr. Neves. Let's go to the text board in the meantime as we await your calls. And uh, someone says, congratulations on your great work and look forward to hear more from you. And I'm looking forward to hearing about your experience working out with the BBC translating this story into the audio part. You know, probably you can come back to us and tell us, you know, uh, what, you, well, yeah, what your experience was like and um, how we can probably adapt some of the things that they do out there to the format here. I would love to. Yeah. All right, let's see if we have anyone on the line. Hello, good morning. Okay, no, lost that one. Let's try that again. 627-3223-625-2257. And what about family involvement? Is there a lot of support from your family doing these stories? Have you put family into stories as yet? Uh, no, no family in stories yet, but the, the, the support is very strong. Mm-hmm. From, well, definitely from my wife, my mother, my brother and sister, they you know, I mean, they've, they've, I've, they've, I've been writing since a child, so mm-hmm. they know well. Julian loves to write and so forth. So they've been very supportive, and they've been, they are very, very happy with um, with the win. Well, congratulations once again, and I think we will close it off here. And any other messages, I will answer accordingly. So congratulations once again, Mr. Neves, the BBC International Playwriting Competition winner. Yeah. You go ahead. What's oh no, I say radio playwriter. Radio playwriter. Yes. <laughs> And so, like, like we said before, there is a huge difference between the playwriter for stage and radio. Yes? Well, not huge, but there, there, are, the, there are nuances mm-hmm. between the two. Yes. All right. So we look forward to hearing more f- about your journey. And thank you so much for being with us here on Freedom 106.5 FM. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5.